Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today talking about our 2-1 win or 4-3 on aggregate win against Barcelona in the Champions League. We did it, not in the Champions League, sorry, the Europa League, uh, wrong competition. Um, wow. Yeah, um, a story of two very different halves. Um, I don't, it's, this is such an interesting game to kind of talk about. I don't even think we won this game necessarily through ability. I think there's a misconception in football sometimes that it's not the case that one team's ability is simply better than the other. I think this team has just got a ridiculous amount of fight in it and we just we just keep going and we keep going and we keep going and it's just man the the the, the enjoyment levels of this season compared to last season is really a stark difference um and it, it's always that thing in football right like okay 18 minutes in very early Barcelona score a penalty like a crap penalty De Gea almost saves it and you feel like it's it's over and you know it's not because it's only an 18 minutes of a 90 minute game but football can have that football can change like that you know and I I went into this game thinking okay I think we'll probably win I think we'll win in the end we might let in a goal or two but I think we'll I think we will win that was my general thought going in and you know they score the ref had a terrible terrible game um especially the opening like 20 minutes Rashford should have had a penalty there was a free kick they should they shouldn't have had then a penalty that that wasn't a penalty um, and then they scored a goal, and like De Gea almost saved it, and it was just like a 20-minute a sort of collapse, if you will. Um, but wow, like, I mean, <laughs> Fred himself is like a whole topic for this match. Um, but it's, I, I love, like, I love football. It, it's so just... We were terrible in the first half, absolutely terrible in the first half, and almost to the point where like they could have been two or three up by the the end of the first half, and you're thinking, okay, just get to half time, and just you know you know re- re- recoup at half time, get the manager team talk going, whatever that would be, and uh, you know re- recoup and and kind of like re- readjust and everything. And then you know two minutes into the second half, Fred scores. And then, I think it was a few minutes after that, Anthony goes on a run, nearly scores. And it's like, within the first, like, 20 minutes after um, half-time, because obviously 15 minutes, we're almost 2-1 up. And it was almost like a complete change of game. It was wild. It, it was absolutely wild. I, I, like, it's, this was such a crazy game to, to sort of watch. So, um... But no, I thought we brought it back really, really well in the second half. We obviously got over the line with the goals and stuff. Um, I thought the goals themselves were a little bit scrappy, but hey, it's not about how you score. It's about that you score, you know. Um, Anthony's goal was, was was quite good, but there was a few sort of deflected shots that went back to him and, and that sort of thing. But um, I'm just really happy with the mentality of this team. And the it, it was interesting with this game, especially after we went 1-0 down. And you're thinking um, how intense this game was and everything, right? 
this is going to be like this for the rest of the season now because we're in cup final we've got, you know knockout round games with FA Cup and obviously next round of Europa League and then we're what six points off the top so we want like you know um the league to go well in 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 that way and it's it's going to be a really really interesting last couple of months of this season and, and until the end of May because it's going to I think it's going to be like this almost every game unless there's a game where we're playing a Premier League match and we're like cruising 3-0 or something but um, I just, yeah, I want, I want to praise this team more for the mentality and the, the fight back. They they didn't give up, this this team. There were moments where we were slipping away, but I didn't once in this game feel like we were actually giving up and submitting. And I like that the camera cut over a load of times over to Ten Hag, and you can see him shouting and giving, you know, he's doing certain hand signals, which I assume mean a certain something. But it's good when he's, you know... Not angry necessarily, but like passionate about like what he's probably, I mean, I can't hear what he's saying, but you know, um, I assume it's like instructions or sort of, hey, sort yourself out or, you know, something like that. And um, it's, see, the thing is, even though from the 20 minute mark to the end of the first half was the hardest part of this game. And was the part where you thought like, oh, well, may- maybe we're slipping away. Just because that doubt sets in, right? Like w- when you're watching football, even if it's only 1-0, it's only one goal, that doubt starts to slip in of like, oh, uh, uh, is this when we get knocked out kind of thing? But no, no. Um, wow, what, what a what a game. Um, and even like, you know, 2-1, last... And I, I found this a lot of times this season because we have won quite a few games by like one goal, like the Man City game, for example. You get to the 70th minute, 80th minute, 85th, 88, 90, 90 plus, let's say three, and then 91 minutes, 92, 92 and a half. And you just want that clock to keep ticking down because you want to just keep fighting and keep going. And, you know, they said like five minutes added in this game. And I was like, oh God, that's that's like... Um, even though if if someone in a, in a normal situation says five minutes, five minutes itself is not long, but in football that's like a lot of time, and you're just holding on and holding on and holding on, um, and we got over the line in the end. Again, it it, it didn't matter if we beat Barcelona one nil or five nil or four three, we beat them by a goal. We got what we needed, and we can. Um, sometimes it's about pushing over the line, isn't it? Um, I do think at certain points we were very, very sloppy in this game, and it was very disappointing to see that. But something I noticed particularly about this game within that, though, like we'd make a sloppy pass or something, and the team would immediately be trying to get the ball back, which I, I very much appreciated. So that was uh, good in, in, in that sort of way. Let's go through the uh, the summary here. First half, Lewandowski penalty. Um, there is a few things to recap before that. The Rashford's foul in the first five minutes, the Bruno chance in the first two minutes. Um, it it's that thing, isn't it, with the with the Lewandowski goal where he scores that right. De Gea almost saves it, and then you look back on the two chances, right? Like oh, you, you, once that goal goes in, you think oh, Bruno, you could have scored in the first two minutes. Ref, you should have given us a penalty in the first. What was it the first five or the first eight or something? Because that, that's sometimes the way a football game can just go. You you miss a chance in the first couple of minutes, and then later on, 10 minutes later, you might concede a goal, and you think, ah, should have taken that chance that we had 10 minutes ago. Whereas if you win 3-0, like we did in the Leicester game, you look back on a missed chance and think, ah, it's fine, don't matter. You know, it's that kind of, sometimes, sometimes football can work 
work that way. Um, I thought the referee had a just uh, awful game, awful, awful referee from from uh, from this game. Um, but there's nothing to analyse with the penalty because it's a penalty. Uh, shame that De Gea didn't manage to save it. Of course, we did win the game in the end. Um, but it just put a bit of a down, a bit of a downer, a bit of a dampener on on the situation, which was a shame. Scraped our way one nil down into the into half time and recuperated. <clears throat> uh, then a substitution, Vegorst on Anthony, uh, clearly worked very, very well. Um, this wasn't the only sub I would have made, but it was one of the subs that, one of the combination of substitutes that I would have, I would have done. If it was a case of like, would I have taken off Vegorst? Yes. Would I have brought on Anthony? Yes. Not necessarily in that combination, but those two things I, I agree with, so that made sense. Uh, then Fred scored, because of course he did. <laughs> because that's just what Fred does. He has a terrible half of football, and then he goes on the scores. You know, it's a bit like the, um, I think it was the Leicester game, or maybe the Barcelona game. Terrible game, gets an assist. Terrible game, scores a goal. It's it's just what Fred does. Fred's just a, that's just what, that's just how he is, <laughs> isn't it? Um, I mean, you get to, you get to half time and you're thinking, you have to take Fred off. You have to. But he didn't. And Fred scored within the first two minutes of the second half. So what do you do? <laughs> you know. Um Yeah, it and it's like this awkward go on his right foot that goes in the bottom corner because of course it is. Because that's just uh, of course Fred would do that after a terrible first half because that's just what he does. So yeah. Um that was so that was one one. Very, very quick goal. a uh, good way to get back into the game early on, which is good. Then the low one for Wambasaka. Uh, yeah, Wambasaka started to drift in this game, I think. Um, there was a few times where Barcelona went down our right side, their left side. Um, and uh, Wambasaka was out of position quite a lot. I do think he played relatively well. I just felt Wambasaka drifting from this game. So, low substitution made sense. Um, then, Gonacho on for Sancho. Um, I would have brought Gonacho on, certainly. Um... Sancho was kind of drifting a bit in this game the same way that Wambasaka was. He wasn't sort of quite involved. So I, I can kind of get behind that substitution. I just, I, I like Sancho. And he, he can have like really good moments in games that kind of um, push him forward, if, if that makes sense. Um, so on, on all three substitutions, they I agree with them, I suppose. So there's that. Then... Uh, Anthony scored. Bit of a scrappy goal, but a goal was a goal. Uh, I think it was Ganacho broke down the left-hand side. Um, and then there's a few deflected shots. And then Anthony managed to get the shot on target into the bottom corner. So, very, very good goal. Um, I didn't quite say a lot about the passing and the build-up to Fred's goal, which I thought was very good. I think it was like Bruno and Rashford and a, a few others as well, which was a, a good bit of play. But yeah, Anthony scored. Go into the bottom corner. Um... You could kind of tell it was coming, like, from when he was subbed on, he was getting involved in the game quite well and was breaking down that right-hand side quite well, so uh, as an earned goal from Anthony, that made it 2-1, and then, um, yeah, they made some substitutions, and then McTominay on for Rashford, but fine, um, you know, when it, when it comes to the uh, famous four, you could call them, Lindelof, Maguire, Fred McTominay, um, it's frustrating to see them subbed on but they are options and I suppose this was kind of a shutting up shop type of thing Rashford was drifting from the game he'd had a few different chances in the game but I I guess he wanted um 
some midfield legs on. Did we have some bits on the bench? I can't remember if we did. Um, we did, actually. Huh, I'm surprised he didn't bring on Sabitzer instead of uh, McTominay. Maybe saving Sabitzer for Sunday, who knows. But uh, it worked out with McTominay and no uh, no particular problems there. So, all, all good, all worked out. A few a few bumpy bits in the road, a few bumps in the road in, in this match. But the mentality held the team together. Um, I think we defended relatively well. In the attack were quite good. I think midfield was just our problem in this game. So yeah, it was, uh, it was a good game. Anyway, um, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. I know who my man of the match is, um, so I will tell you that in a minute. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link, which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, let's move on to play ratings. My man of the match, with a 10 out of 10, is Varane. Why is it Varane, you might ask? Well, he did, he did have a very good game. Saved us at the end. Um, Lewandowski broke through. Um, did he go around De Gea? I can't remember if he went around De Gea, or... I think the shot just went past him, didn't it? Cleared it off the line. If Varane was... I think Delo was slightly behind him. I don't know if Delo would have gotten the ball, because that didn't happen, so I can't tell you if that would have happened. Cleared it off the line. I think... I mean, it's maybe hyperbolic to say Varane won us the game, but if he doesn't hit the ball or he's not there and he's not in that scenario, Lewandowski might score and the game would still be going on right now. So, um, yeah, just just on like as as soon as he did that, I was like, man of the match. Um, there's some other players to give to to give uh, praise to as well, but I just think that's a that's a game saving clearance it really is i know there was a bit of play after that but that was that was such a massive clearance and important clearance so um absolutely fantastic from brown i give him a 10 back to the front david Haya um almost made a massive massive blunder in this game so i have to knock some score for that did make a couple of really really important saves distribution was a little bit better today i thought i'm gonna give him a seven i would have maybe given him an eight 
but that blunder that he made with the um, pass out from the back could have very much cost us. So I'm going to give him a seven. Uh, Wambasaka, I thought Wambasaka had a pretty good game, um, just above average. I would say I felt that he drifted in the game, as I said, didn't quite sort of stay with it, but obviously got subbed off. So I'll give him a seven. Uh, Varane, Martinez, I will both give them the 10. Just very, very, very solid defensively. Uh, incredible partnership they've built up. Some really big game-saving sort of tackles put in from both of them. Obviously, Varane at the end. Um, but incredible performance from both of them. Uh, Luke Shaw, um, I thought he was quite good in this game. Yeah. Um, missed a few bits and pieces at points, maybe. Um, so I I'll give him a 9. Casemiro um, did give the ball away quite a few times, actually, in, in quite surprising scenarios, but recovered the ball well. Because um, for me, if you're a player who's going to make an accidental pass, which every player has done it, you need to immediately work and think, I've given the ball away, I need to work as hard as I can to immediately get it back. And he did do that quite a lot, so um wasn't as bad as that could have been. So I'll give uh, I'll give Casemiro an 8. He did give the ball away quite a lot of times, but I still thought it was very solid defensively. Uh, what the hell do I give Fred? <laughs> um I I he scored. That's a big thing. That's a, that's a very important thing. I just he, he's just I I struggled what to give him in the last game and I I gave him a 6. Because usually, I've been saying for ages, usually he gives you a 0 or gives you a 10. But lately, he's been doing like 0 out of 10 performances, but getting an assist, getting a goal. And you can't ignore that, right? Like, okay, if you were to separate Fred's performance, actual performance, 0. Goals, assists, importance for that, you'd bump it up to a 6. So, I guess a 6 suits that, doesn't it? So, that's what I'm going to give him. Um, Bruno Fernandes in this game... He was quite good at points. Um, he didn't look particularly comfortable in this game on the right-hand side, and I, I don't really know why that was. But uh, I still thought he had quite a good game. Um, not as many of the hero balls. I've noticed in the last two to three games, roughly, um, he stopped doing the hero ball so much. Maybe that's a positional thing. Maybe since Tenag has put him out on the right-hand side, um, he stopped doing that quite so much. I mean, it's different with, like, okay, so he's playing in a winger's position... So he's going to be putting crosses into the box, which are a similar type of pass to his hero passes. So you've got that going on as well. But he's supposed to do that from the right-hand side of the pitch. Um, so I'll give him... I, I thought it was very good. I'll give him an 8 for this game. I thought it was very, very good. Vegost, um, um I don't know. It wasn't really in this game. Vegost. Uh, one of our worser players. He still pressed quite well, but he's supposed to be really good in the air, but he he wasn't. But he's still doing that thing that I mentioned last podcast, which is he's still bothering the opposition players, which is really really good. But he wasn't. He didn't perform that well in this game, so I'll I'll give him a five. I don't think he was that great. Sancho uh, felt Sancho drifted in this game. Uh, gave the ball away a couple of too many times. Was pretty good in the attack apart from that. Um, but just 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 a bit of a below average performance from Sancho, unfortunately. So I'll give him a five. What do I give Rashford? Rashford didn't play badly, but he didn't really do anything. Um, and he did have a bit too much greed going on in this in in this match. Um, but he wasn't there. There wasn't points in this game where I thought 
you've done something there, Rashford, and that is a bad thing that you've done. But he didn't get given the ball a lot. So I think a six kind of suits that. That's like a half involved in the game sort of thing. But I thought he was good when he when he had the ball. He did look to do some things. Um, hopefully he's okay as well because he did, he did get a knock at the end. So there's that. Um, so yeah, as for the starting 11... Uh, let's go on to the substitutes. Anthony scored a goal. I thought he played really, really well as well. There's a few times where he could have made some better decisions, but I thought his overall performance was really good. Delo was subbed on pretty late, but I thought he was quite good. Ganacho, really important impact sub. And McTominay was just there for some late midfield legs. So, there we go. Um, gosh, I've blown through that in 20 minutes. I'm usually 30 to 40 minutes. Not that that really matters too much, but... Um, I guess I'll, I'll go through the... Uh, tell you who was on the bench and read out the... Uh, Injury list, um, got Anthony, Delo, Alanga, Ganacho, Heaton, Lindelof, Maguire, Maino, Malasia, McTominay, Palestri, Sabitza. That's quite a lot of players, isn't it? Um, uh, missing players, the list is actually a lot shorter. Obviously, Anthony's back in this game. Uh, Casemiro's suspension is completely gone, so that's good. Um, and there's some other players back. So, injury, missing players list at the moment is, um, uh, Ericsson with an ankle injury, Martial with an injury, and Van der Beek with his injury as well. I think Ericsson is due back March, April or so. Van der Beek's out for the rest of the season, and I honestly don't know how long Martial is uh, is out for. But as I mentioned, um, I thought the team had some really, really good fight about them again today. Um, I think that kind of made up for the somewhat lackluster performance, which, you know, the two things balance each other out, I suppose. Um, but really, really good to keep pushing through. We did, this team just keeps pushing through, which is really, really important and really good. How far can we get in these three competitions? I mean, one of them, will, one of them, regardless of if we win or not on Sunday, one of them will finish on Sunday. So I don't know. Um, but got the FA Cup. Got plenty of games in that left, probably. Um, got obviously the rest of the Europa League. We still do have the. Um, we are still, I would say, in the title race. We are six points off, but that's not like you know. A mountain to climb, so we'll see how that goes. And there are some there are some surprise results, like you know, uh, Man City drawing to um, what they called Nottingham Forest. Didn't quite expect that, but that happened. So there there might be a few more twists in the tail, so to speak. But yeah, um, that's it for this game. That's all I really have to say. I was disappointed with the first half. For the second half, we had a lot of fight back. Not just in terms of mentality, but the performance was a lot better in the first half. So I thought that was important and that was good. Um, but that was good as well. Um, CS, so yes, next time on the United Cast. Uh, Sunday, big, big game cup final against Newcastle. It's the next big um, event for us all. Uh, of course, the last time we were in this position was the Europa League. I believe that was 2021 or 2020, one of those years. Uh, the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer time period, um, which, you know, I think turned the tide for his... Uh, managerial career um because he should have been sacked after that but of course that's all said and done now but yeah big big cup final sunday newcastle united um they're not to be taken lightly no no team in any cup finals to be taken lightly they've gotten there for a reason um they've been a lot better this season obviously they're sort of in a i would say more in a top four chase than a than a title race um but they've improved a lot this season they're not to be taken lightly but neither are we um, I think both teams will take each other seriously. I ultimately think we'll win the game, but that's just me trying to be positive. I, I'm I'm not sort of going into the game thinking oh, it was only Newcastle, you know, we'll be we'll be fine. 
But it'd be a very big deal if we win this game. It'd be a very, very big deal indeed if we win this game. I really, really hope that we do, of course. Um, there will either be... And on Sunday's podcast, obviously, when I do that, I'll either be in a very good mood or a very bad mood. Uh, depending on um, <clears throat> depending on what happens, I suppose. So, yeah. Because um, I'll either be coming on this podcast and celebrating to a certain degree. I don't know how much, but I'll be celebrating... Or I'll be very, very disappointed. It will just depend on, you know, um, will it be, if if we lose, will it be because we played badly? Will it be because we got unlucky? Will it be because of stupid mistakes? But if we win, I mean, if we win, I don't care how we win, as long as it's in, in, in a good enough sort of manner and all that. But yeah, one um, big trophy drought will be ended either way because we got a six-year trophy drought and I don't even know what Newcastle's trophy drought is I did read somewhere the last time they were in a cup final was 25 years ago and they definitely didn't win the league in the last 25 years because they haven't won the league in my lifetime and I'm older than that um so let's just say for, for better or for you know 25 years for them six years for us roughly um one of the two trophy droughts, droughts will be ended. I'll be here with you on Sunday. Um, it'll be exciting. It'll be a big, big event, both for the United cast and for May United, of course. Um, but let's hope that we can go and do it. There's, I, I believe in this team. I didn't last season um, because we totally collapsed last season. But I believe in this team. I believe in Ten Hag. Um, there's only been... Because I have said on a few occasions, like, hey, I think Ten Hag got it wrong today on this game or this game. There's been, what, three or four occasions only? And we've played quite a lot of games. There's only been, like, three or four occasions where I've looked at the games and thought, you know, Ten Hag got it wrong today. But not many occasions. Um, There's been a few, you know, decisions here and there that I thought, like, oh, I wouldn't have done that necessarily. But I understand why you did, and it worked out in the end. So there might be a few of those on Sunday. But it's 90 minutes, hopefully no more than 90 minutes. We we don't need more than 90 minutes. Um, hopefully we can put the game to bed early. And we can just we can just get over the line and win it. And it will be a massive, massive thing. And look, you know, is the Carabao Cup the biggest cup in the world? Of course not. I would love to be winning, obviously, the Champions League or the Premier League or the FA Cup. Those are the big three, obviously. The Europa League will be nice as well. But for the situation that Man United are in... Any of the four or five trophies, so whether it be Premier League, Champions League, Europa League, Carabao Cup, FA Cup, any of the five will take at the moment, just to get back to winning ways, get back to winning mentality, which I think this team's got a winning mentality, but um, get back to some winning ways, get back to winning something, you know, and then we can build from there and hopefully win some some other big stuff. Because, you know, if we do go, go on and win the Carabao Cup on Sunday, which hopefully we do, shouldn't end there, you know, we're still in the FA Cup, we're still in the Europa League, could win the Premier League, but it's not in our hands, per se, because that works differently. But hopefully we can push on from whatever. And look, even if we do lose, hopefully we don't. But um, if we do lose, I still hope this team manages to push on. And, um, you know, continue to find their way in, in, in the other three trophies. So, I'll see you all on Sunday for that. In the meantime, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments on this game. Um, what do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Um, I mean, in terms of team selection... Um, I would think, because have we got ev- everybody is, is is pretty much available, apart from Ericsson, Martial, and Van der Beek. What I think he'll go with, um, so what, what's the most realistic lineup for Sunday? De Gea, 
Wambasaka, Ram Martinez, sure. Casemiro. Is it going to be Sabitzer or is it going to be Fred? I have a feeling it will be Fred that will start. Anthony. That's the thing now, isn't it? Yeah, Anthony's back. He was a substitute in this game. So, what does that mean for the right-hand side? Because, um, I mean, Begor should technically be dropped after the last two games. He hasn't quite been all there. You can either put, like, obviously Rashford can go middle or left. Do you put Sancho there? Do you put Ganacho there on the left? Because I think Rashford will probably start at, at the nine. I think he'll possibly start Anthony on the right and Bruno in the middle, but then you've got the risk of the hero ball from Bruno, which is where he tends to do that too much, so we'll see how that goes. I think he's going to go with Rashford in the middle and Ganacho on the left. But if he feels that, okay, start with a more... um, What's the word I've described Sancho as before? Uh, composed, more composed left-hand side, I think you then start with Sancho and bring Ganacho on who can run at the defence later on. But I think Rashford is probably starting through the middle. I don't think Vegas will start. So yeah, I, I think that's how the team will go. So yeah, De Gea, Wan-Bissaka, um, not Lindelof. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Varane, Martinez, Shaw. I then think it will be Casemiro and Fred. I think it should be Sabitza, but I think it will be Casemiro and Fred. Then Anthony... Bruno, Sancho is my guess, and then Rashford. That That's my guess for the team selection. I don't know what it will be, of course, but what would I go with? I'd go with mostly the same, but get up to Casemiro, then I would... So I'd have the same defensive line. Casemiro, Sabitza. I personally start with Sancho on the left, Rashford through the middle. Um, Bruno at 10... But keep an eye on him if that makes sense. Because it wouldn't really make sense to have Bruno on the right and, what, Anthony at 10? He doesn't play there. Unless they do a bit of a rotational thing where they swap over a little bit. You could have a scenario where, like, Anthony's cutting in on his left foot. Bruno makes a run to the to the outside. He passes it to him. Then Bruno's got the ball on the right-hand side. But I, I don't know. I mean, I expect that type of combination play anyway. And then Rashford through the middle. But I, I, I think he'll start going actually on the left. But I would start Sancho on the left. Um, so there we go. Anyway, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. Who would you start? Who do you think is going to start? Because there's two different things. Uh, and how do you think it's going to go? But yeah, next time I speak to you on the United cast, um, we'll either have won a trophy or we'll have lost one. There, there, There is no third option. We can't share it. And it can't be given to somebody else. It will either be Newcastle's or it will be Man United. There is no other way that this can go. Um, whether we're taking penalties for half an hour or I, I don't know. But um, it will go one way or the other. But I'll see you on then for that. In the meantime, yes, MatthewDentertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page information in the show notes, email box on the website version of the episode, and a clickable email name in the show notes. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcast. By the way, obviously next game is Sunday. Look out for our um, Last of Us podcast, which will be very late at night on the Sunday. So look out for that. Uh, should have some other podcasts in the meantime. I should have, by the time the final has pl- been played, we should have another Gaming Talk episode out, and I should have hopefully seen 
at Man in the Wasp. So look out for those podcasts in, in the next couple of days. So that's kind of the weekend. Um, but yeah, methodentertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, contact page information in the show notes, email box, website version of the episode, clickable in the email name in the show notes. Entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, main night podcast. Take a look, look out for what we're doing as well over there. Um, you can also tell other people about what we're doing, either by just telling them or using social media. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the free podcast review options. Have a look out for those as well if you'd like to. TV and film news over on Geek Time Radio, geektime.co.uk. TV and film news, Geek Time Radio on Tuesdays. I think it, it was it this week. It was grey this week on the Tuesday episode. Look out for that. For all your TV and film news goodness. Um, Bex over on Twitch. Trista BYTES for retro chat and game streams. And other things as well. Me over on Twitch occasionally. at Talk UK and YouTube. Entertainment Talk Plays for video game things and stuff. So check that out as well. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you for the cup final. Let's hope it goes well. And yeah. I'll see you then. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.